You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? It is Locked On Lions on a Wednesday, March 4th, and a Thursday, March 5th. Welcome in on the Locked On Podcast Network, talking Detroit Lions post-combine, get ready for free agency in a couple of weeks, and then, of course, the draft. On the show today, I hit up a couple of my favorite people today. I talked to Brett Whitefield via text from Pro Football Focus. I got some research from Brett. I then picked up the phone this afternoon and called my man Nick Wilson, former legendary sports talk host in Cleveland, now at WFNZ in Carolina. What is going on with the Panthers? If the Detroit Lions were smart, Bob Quinn would get on the phone with Marty Herney. That's right, Miso Herney. Get on the phone with Miso Herney, and and the Lions should grab some Carolina Panthers. I'm going to tell you about a trade that the Panthers made today that makes no sense and literally goes to show that they're stripping that thing down to bare bones in Charlotte. Well, if that's the case, then the Lions should hop on board and grab some of their players. We'll tell you a couple of names for possible trades. But the stuff with Brett Whitefield I want to start with because uh, uh, I want to talk linebackers and Isaiah Simmons and the number three pick. We will do all that coming up right here on the program. Follow us on Twitter, at Dairy Speaks. At Locked On Lions. Also, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Uh, like the page, get there, comment on the stuff that we talk about. Uh, l- let's get it on. All right. So, you know, yesterday uh, we had Trevor Sikama on from the draftnetwork.com and Locked On NFL Draft podcast. And we asked him about Isaiah Simmons and the fantastic, fantastic combine that Simmons had. He ran a 4 3 9 40. And we got kind of into it about, you know, you know, could the Lions take him? And why? Would, and he says, oh, Isaiah Simmons is so fast. What GM would pass on a guy like Isaiah Simmons, especially at a position of need, at least in my opinion, for your Detroit Lions? And the Lions, of course, in case you're just tuning in or in case you're new to the podcast, the Detroit Lions hold the number three pick in the draft. Everybody believes that they're likely going to trade back and send that selection to Miami at 5, or Carolina uh, at 7, or the Chargers at 6, or whatever. And that the Lions are going to still get a good, solid, pick-of-the-litter guy, middle of the first 10 picks. Whether it's at 5, 6, 7, whether it's, maybe it's Okuda, maybe it's Derek Brown, maybe it's Isaiah Simmons, whatever. But if they stay at 3, and let's say somehow, some way, Bob Quinn decides not to trade back, which would be stupid. But what about this all-encompassing, athletic, speedy, versatile guy in Simmons that can do it all? And I'm thinking to myself after hyping him up yesterday and saying, if Matt Derry's making the pick at three, the Lions should take Simmons over Okuda. And that you can always get a cornerback later. That Simmons is a freak of nature. That Simmons is the Devin Bush of this draft. That... The Lions missed out on Devin Bush last year because they felt going into the season and and waiting until the second round to get a linebacker in Jelani Tavai that that group of Kennard, Davis, Jones, Tavai, that linebacker core was going to be just fine. They wanted T.J. Hawkinson at number eight. They passed on Devin Bush. Look what happened. They won three games. The defense couldn't stop anybody. There's no speed on that defense, et cetera. So I hit up Brett Whitefield today, and I said, you know, can you throw me some numbers from Pro Football Focus on where these three linebackers that Bob Quinn 
in his words, said, we've got some cornerstone uh, players on this defense, including some at linebacker. So he said that this linebacking group of Christian Jones, Jared Davis, and Jelani Tavai are cornerstone pieces. So I asked Brett to tell me at Pro Football Focus where these players grade out in terms of the rest of the NFL at linebacker. So again, let me stress, I don't think the linebackers are good enough. I think Jared Davis is a first-round bust. I think Jelani Tavai is going to be decent. And I think Christian Jones getting a two-year contract extension during the season last year was laughable. If you watch the Lions play, and one of the reasons they finished 31st in the NFL in total defense was their lack of getting home to the quarterback, which sometimes has to come from the linebacker, their lack of getting off the field on third downs, where, again, running backs, tight ends, seep through the middle of the field and get that first down. And linebacker play, to me, is just not good enough in, in Allen Park. At 222 Rod Wood Drive. So I asked Brett about, hey, can you send me some numbers on defensive grades? And he told me this. As far as grading out a player for run defense, tackling, pass rush coverage, and all that stuff, and then averaging the numbers together, which is what pro football focus does, okay, here are the numbers. Jelani Tavai grades out at a 60.5 for pro football focus for overall linebackers, which is good for 30th in the NFL. 30th out of 58 linebackers who played 50% of the team's snaps. So regular linebackers. Linebackers who were out on the field on a regularity. Jelani Tavai was 30th with a number of 60.5. All right? Christian Jones graded at a 43.9, which stinks. That is 54th. 54th. Out of 58 guys who played at linebacker, 50% of their team snaps. Only four others are worse. 55, 56, 57, and 58. All right, I'm a math whiz right now. Jared Davis, are you ready for this? Jared Davis scored a 40.4. So when I said there were only four other linebackers worse than Christian Jones... Oh, yeah. One of them is J.D. 56th. He was the third worst graded linebacker in the entire NFL for regular players, regular snaps. Mm, mm, mm. So, again, I'm really pushing for Isaiah Simmons, but I don't think the Lions are going to take him. Just like I think anybody that's pushing for Tua Tonga-Vailoa won't get him either. Unless the Lions think Isaiah Simmons is going to be a safety somehow. But again, you traded Quandre Dix last year because you said Will Harris was going to be paired with Tracy Walker. Okay? So I don't think Bob Quinn's taking him because, number one, they might not think he's a linebacker. But, number two, they think their linebackers are good. But I'm telling you at number three, the Lions linebackers grade out so poorly. Just so very poorly. 30th, 54th, 
56th out of 58 guys. And I think the Lions could use Isaiah Simmons, undersized or not, um, hybrid or not, whatever they want to call him. The Steelers put Devin Bush on the field last year, and he had monstrous games. Is he an outside backer? Is he a Will? Is he a Mike? Is he a whatever? Strong side, weak side, middle? Just put him on the field. Let him run. So, I'm telling, I'm throwing a lot at you. I understand. I don't believe the Lions are going to do this, but I think the Lions should do this. If they are hell-bent on keeping the pick at three, if they don't trade back, or even if they do trade back two spots, and let's say Tua goes three to Miami, the Lions are now at five. The Giants take a tackle. All right, maybe they take Becton or Wirfs or whomever. That would then leave Okuda, Simmons, Brown, for Detroit at five. I'm taking Simmons. I really am. Not that I don't think Okuda. I think Okuda is going to be the pick. I truly believe the Lions are going to take Okuda. And I know the Lions don't have exactly real depth, deep depth chart at cornerback right now. And the Darius Slay situation's there. Your thoughts at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. When we come back, there's a team that is blowing the ship up. They're blowing up the islands, as we say at Financial Architects. I'll tell you who that team is and why the Lions should be on the phone with them next. You're listening to Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the podcast. Matt Daria with you. Hope everybody's uh, having a, a nice middle of the week and a Wednesday. Earlier today, the Chargers and Panthers made a trade. Another trade before the draft. Another trade before free agency. As we await if Bob Quinn is going to pull the trigger on Darius Slay. And tr- trade him. Uh, not shoot him. Trade him. We love Darius. I'm a Darius Slay fan. I want Darius Slay to stay. Big stay Slay would be my choice. Chargers are trading every year I think about retiring left tackle Russell Okung, age 31, very good football player, to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for, as Ian Rappaport called him, standout guard Trey Turner. Trey Turner is 26 years old and has two years left on his contract, I think $10 million a year. Pretty good deal. Russell Okung has one year left at like $13 million. So the Carolina Panthers are cleaning house because they've already pretty much said, oh, uh, uh, six of our seven, uh, uh, six to seven starters in free agency, a lot of them are likely to leave. You know, Cam Newton, probably going to be traded or who knows. But there's been that talk. First-year coach Matt Rule, if you remember when he got to Temple, and if you remember when he got to Baylor, and this is one of the reasons why he got a seven-year contract, all they do under Matt Rule when he gets there is blow it up. They blew it up at Temple, they blew it up at Baylor, and started over. 
So Rule now is going to Carolina, where now they're trading their best offensive lineman for an aging five years older, but one last year in his contract, Russell Okung, who may not even play next year. Like, that's all you got for Trey Turner? No draft picks? That's all you got. A one-for-one swap. I called Nick Wilson at WFNZ today, who does the uh, midday show, 10 to 2. Uh, Nick is awesome. And I said, what is going on in Carolina? He's like, oh, they're blowing this up. And ironically enough, the GM, Marty Herney, hashtag me so Herney, is the guy that built this thing. But he stayed after Ron Rivera got let go. David Tepper, the owner, who spent a lot of money on Matt Rule, sounds like this is going to be a full-fledged tankathon. James Bradbury, their best cornerback, everybody assumes is gone. Would the Lions have interest? Well, he's going to cost some money. But maybe the Lions could call the Panthers and go, we'll take a cheaper version, not James Bradbury. He's not as good as Bradbury. And this kid is not as good as Darius Slay. But we'll take a guy with a lot of upside that's on a cheap, heading into his third-year contract in 24-year-old cornerback Dante Jackson. Jackson had a rough season last year, but he's extremely talented. He mouthed off to reporters about then-interim coach Perry Fuel at the end of last year complaining about um, a scheme, which that's a no-no if you're Bob Quinn. But if the Panthers are blowing this up and the Lions need a corner, pick up the phone and call about Dante Jackson. What else do the Lions need? Well, they got big KK, K1 Short. Defensive end, can play inside, can play outside. Versatile 3-4-D lineman. Sound familiar? <clears throat> Who likes versatile 3-4-D linemen? The Lions. K1 Short, though, is making a lot of money. $12 million this coming season. $12 million in 2021. His cap hit for the Panthers, if they were to keep him, would be $20.3 million this year and 20.8 next year. I think the Lions would have to pay him his $12 million and his bonus for $4 million. And I don't think that the cap would count against the Lions if they got him, but the Lions need good football players. K1 Short, in the last couple of years, has been hurt and he's been surrounded by crap, but he's a good player. And then you're gonna need, they're going to need somebody to replace Snacks Harrison. Now, Kwan Short isn't necessarily a nose tackle, but he's a pretty big D-end, D-tackle that has been a pro bowler in this league. So I'm the Lions. I'm calling the Panthers about Dante Jackson and KK, as they call him, Kwan Short. Why not? Why not? Now, again, Hasn't had the breakout year since 2015 and has been hurt the last couple of years. Has not had the great numbers, but two years ago he had seven and a half sacks. 2018 or 2019 had the partially torn rotator cuff and missed the entire season. Just a couple of names to keep in mind, okay? For the Lions, who are desperate, desperate for defense. Kwan Short, Dante Jackson. 
not telling you either of those guys are going to turn the Lions' defense into the greatest defense ever. But those guys are well worth a phone call. Heck, Taylor Moten, the right tackle, second-round pick in 2017, is a darn good player too. I'm not sure that the uh, Panthers are, are going to want to trade him. What would the Lions do with Rick Wagner? I don't know if you're moving Rick Wagner to guard, but Taylor Moten's another guy. If they're trading Trey Turner, see if they'll trade Moten to you. He's a good, solid tackle. He's a good, solid O-lineman. Go up and down their roster. See if they'll trade CMC. No, that's not happening. Christian McCaffrey's not being traded. If you want an empty stadium, trade Christian McCaffrey. All right? I'm giving you this information because I think there's something worthwhile there. Carolina is open for business. Now, again, Greg Van Roten, Trey Boston, James Bradbury, Gerald McCoy, Daryl Williams, Kyle Love. They've got a ton of free agents leaving. Mario Addison. I don't think they're going to trade Brian Burns to the to you. The Lions should have drafted him last year anyway. My guess is, is that Brian Burns and DJ Moore, their last two first-round picks, are likely not going anywhere. But it sounds like everybody else is, is well, Christian McCaffrey, their last three picks. They're not trading McCaffrey. McCaffrey, Moore, and Burns are probably staying. But why not a phone call? See, what, uh, see what's up in Carolina. Because it sounds like a big-time, big-time fire sale in Carolina. Matthew Barry from ESPN uh, wrote a very interesting um, note about the Lions and Tua. I want to get that to you next, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm at Derry with you. Uh, very, very quickly, quick note here. Uh, this was uh, yesterday from Matthew Barry at ESPN. And he did a piece about uh, the 20 things that he sees coming up in 2020 and at the draft. And Barry wrote a highly trusted source told him there is. Quote, no chance the Lions take Tua Tonga-Vailoa in the draft. And to hammer home the point, Barry repeated himself, no chance. (laughs) Okay. Now, Matthew Barry is a fantasy expert. And look, at ESPN, they do it right. They get all their people involved. They got to churn out content. Matthew Barry is is a pretty good writer. 20-ish things I learned at the 2020 NFL Combine is what Matthew Barry wrote about. And again, he says, there's no chance the Lions take Tua Tonga-Vailoa in the draft. A source I highly trust told me, no chance. Two no chances from Matthew Barry in a fantasy football article at ESPN.com. If the Lions were to take Tua, We now have it in writing. Somebody who says that a source tells him that it's not happening. So if you want to troll Matthew Barry, no relation to Matthew Derry, that would be me. 
Uh, check that article out at uh, ESPN.com. 20-ish things he heard at the Combine. Just a, a minor note. We'll be back with you again tomorrow right here on Locked On Lions. Thank you for listening right here on the Locked On Podcast Network.